Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, hello. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, if you uh, watched the Bills game on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins, you remember uh, Matt Milano uh, pushing the Dolphins quarterback and the Dolphins quarterback falling down, hitting his head, standing up and being all wobbly and then uh, being allowed to play in the game again. And last night, just before the uh, first half came to an end, the same Miami quarterback, uh, Tua Tunga-Vailoa, uh, was sacked and hit his head hard on the turf. He was on the ground for about 10 minutes, wheeled off on a stretcher, and it was really disturbing because when his head hit, um, almost instantly his arms uh, came up at the elbow and his fingers splayed as far apart as uh, could be. And again, uh, the medical people, I think it was one of the commentators, said that uh, that is an indication of some kind of a brain injury. Now, the Miami Herald uh, sports columnists are coming to the Miami Dolphins' defense, even as a bunch of former NFL stars have uh, basically come out and said, look, somebody with the Dolphins failed their quarterback, and the NFLPA, the Players Association, uh, is calling for an investigation. Now, uh, before we get too far down into that rabbit hole, uh, Excuse me, I have a couple more questions for you. Uh, and did you, when you were playing sports, when, when you were playing sports, maybe in high school, maybe last week, did you, did you suffer an injury that became your old sports injury? If you watch The Sopranos, Tony Soprano had a bum knee because of football that he said he re-injured when the truck rolled over uh, just before Christopher met a sudden end. Um, at the hands of Uncle Tony. Um, the old football injury is almost a cliche in America. And I'll go you one step further. Do you prevent and prohibit your kids from playing football or being involved in any other sport? We hear all about the bubble parents. Are you a bubble parent? Would you let your kid play football? What do you, what do you think of parents who let their kids play football? Is there anything wrong with that? Or do the uh, risks outweigh the benefits? I'm just curious. 
803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to uh, Dory in uh, Wales. Dory, you are on. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, I had an accident in July where I fell, and the next couple of days my head hurt really bad, and I couldn't get any relief from my chiropractor, so I went to the ER at the direction of my doctor, and they sent me home with an antibiotic. So I called the doctor, and she said, oh, no, 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 you need an MRI, and the insurance company said, no, we're not paying for that. So I thought, okay, fine, I'll just follow the doctor's orders, and I'll try to get better. Um, long story short, um, in September, about 10 weeks later, I lost the ability to write. I couldn't hold my coffee cup and I was limping. My right side was not functioning correctly. So I went back to the same ER, waited in their waiting room over seven hours, mm. told them I was leaving because they weren't taking care of me. And finally they took me in and found out that I had a serious brain bleed and that my brain was pushed all over to one side, and I had to have emergency brain surgery. And I'm still suffering the after effects of it. I've lost a lot of memory, and I have 10 times the amount of sarcasm I used to have. So um, <laughs> I guess that's the result. Uh, that is actually pretty funny. Clearly, you did not lose your sense of humor. Uh, but I'm surprised that when the doctor sent you to the hospital to begin with, the doctor didn't uh, get the authorization for you to get an MRI. She tried, and they refused it because they said that she didn't have enough documentation to back it up. And she's a very good doctor. Okay. Wow. And, um, yeah. And I, I have an excellent chiropractor. He's actually Ken Monroe's godfather. So <laughs> I'd appreciate you know, it if you wouldn't um, use any more names. I'm mean, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I hate to be the bad guy today. I'm raining on everybody's parade, but I got to look out for, no, no, no. I, I totally get it. But again, if I would have had the MRI, in July, I don't believe I would have had the 10 weeks of suffering and the side effects that I'm still fighting. I mean, I'm still, I can't remember things. And I, it, it's very frustrating. Uh, so obviously what you're saying is that uh, if you'd been properly treated uh, surgically when this whole thing first began, the long-term results would not be what they are now. I would think that would be the case what do they say about the prognosis uh, what are you uh, what have the doctors said about how good you're going to get um they can't really say for sure but um my husband who is also a doctor and i won't mention his name thank you uh says <laughs> says that it takes a long time for the nerve endings in your brain to heal and i have been getting better very slowly but it's very frustrating especially for a german and i'm german to to be patient. I have no patience. That that I lost, too. I lost all my patience. So Well, you gr again. gained sarcasm, but you lost patience. I'd say you're ahead of the game, personally. You considered radio. Okay. okay. Maybe you've considered radio. No, I'm sorry to hear what you're going through. What kind of, without obviously naming him, uh, what kind of doctor is your husband? Oh, of course, he's the best. He's a chiropractor. Okay, all right. A chiropractic physician. Excuse me, I have to say chiropractic physician. That's what the good ones are. And they don't use stun guns, and they don't use um, that, you know, any kind of electric stuff. They just use their magic fingers. 
All right. Thank you uh, very much for calling, and I'm happy to hear that your husband has happy fingers, um, and I'm glad that you are doing better, and I'd best end the phone call. I thank you very much. Uh, okay. Um, well, all right. We're uh, we're doing well here. 803-0930 is the uh, phone number, star 930, the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Well, I suppose I, I should explain uh, myself. I was... Uh, uh, mentioning earlier, uh, I was as surprised as Josh Schmidt was uh, to find out that Tua flew home from Cincinnati to Miami with his team um, because of uh, the various pressure changes and everything else. And uh, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, but uh, I have some things that are seriously wrong with my neck right now. Um, and the flight back from uh, Buffalo or from uh, Fort Lauderdale to Buffalo um, – my left arm just went totally numb, um, presumably because of the pressure changes. And uh, you know, I've got some medical testing coming up uh, in a few weeks to get a better handle on exactly what is going on. I know to some extent what is going on, but uh, I got to see a specialist. And uh, I'm I'm hoping that we're not looking at uh, another surgery because the last thing I really want is to be out another four to six weeks after a neck surgery. What do I look like, Jack Eichel? Um, but yeah, no, no. Were they going to trade me here? Am I going to demand a trade to Buddy Shula? Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Oh, we'll trade you Bowerly for three Shure microphones and some cable. That ought to do it. All right, let's go to uh, Jay in uh, Boston. If I was if I was an athlete, I'd be on injured reserve this year. Jay, you're on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Thomas, sir, thank you. Um, actually, it's interesting. My, my son uh, played football for a, a local high school. Uh, he loved it. Um, I encouraged it. I encouraged it from the time he was little. He started off in a little loop league um, out here in the town of Boston. And it, it, it built character, it built strength, and it built uh, friendships that he still has today. Um, you know, and at one point, it's interesting that you mentioned rugby. Because um, uh, he, he realized after high school he certainly wasn't good enough to, to go on to any kind of college football, and he really didn't want to. Uh, so in high school also he started playing rugby for the Buffalo Rugby Club, and then he ended up playing rugby at Loyola Chicago for all four years, loved it, um, and it's actually a safer sport, believe it or not. I know you said earlier. Safer than what? Putting your, uh, putting your manhood in a grinding machine? I mean, to me, I'm sorry. I watch I watch rugby, and I think to myself, these have no idea how fragile their bodies are. That's a little bit true, but when it comes right down to it, um, it it's the it's the way the game is kind of played. That's why they don't really wear helmets. Um, when you have football, you've got these big monsters crashing into each other right from the line at high speed as fast as they possibly can. In rugby, the scrum, if you look at it. These guys are all standing there with their their arms around each other's shoulders, pushing. Their heads are not involved, um, and, and that's why no helmets. And there's really not a lot of really high-end physical crashing that involves the head. They'll tackle by the knee, by the ankle. They'll drag people down to the ground, uh, unlike football. The football, again, you come off the line, you are crashing into somebody as fast and hard as you can. And the scrum in rugby is is just a 
slow push. It's it's actually a safer sport when it comes to head injuries. Yeah, but when it when it comes to we're talking about head injuries, obviously because of what happened last night. Uh, but uh, let's not forget ankle uh, issues, knee problems. I mean, everybody. And I don't know how many guys walk around with rugby knees, uh, knees that they they got hurt playing rugby. And a lot more people play football than rugby. But my son had an ACL injury, and he did have a surgery. So you're absolutely right on that end of it. But. <laughs> Well, it just it, to me. I mean, one thing is that uh, I think that uh, the the older I get, the more I realize uh, the human body is not quite as strong as we would like it to be, and uh, that many of us do pay for the sins of our youth, uh, no matter what they might be, as we become older. And when you're when you're younger, you don't think about what's going to happen to you in in the future, as far as uh, aches and pains or arthritis or degeneration of bones. But when you get older, you realize. Boy, that was really stupid. And I'm your age exactly, and it is starting to catch up. And believe it or not, it was a football injury. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. What happened to you in your case? Um, right knee uh, just banged up a couple of times real good, and now the right knee's got arthritis that the left knee doesn't have, and it's not necessarily an issue, but it's noticeable. Well, uh, have you uh, been in touch with anybody yet about replacement of the knee? It's not that it hasn't progressed that far. Um, it's uh, something that'll probably happen maybe 10, 12 years from now. Again, I'm your age, so I'm a little young for that. Um, but that's going to be the ultimate end result. Yeah. Now, I know people who are younger than we are who've had knee replacements, and uh, my my bestie uh, just had his second knee replacement, and he's a little bit older, just a little bit older than we are. So uh, just uh, be be careful, man. That's all I can tell you. And uh, I appreciate hearing from you. I'm glad your son has fun playing rugby, but not going to lie, I see those. I see people playing rugby, and I think these people are psychotic. <laughs> the, the after parties get pretty intense. I'll tell you that. So. Yeah. See. That, all right. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate all right. it. Um, all right. In in light of what happened last night in uh, Cincinnati. Um, do you? I'm just I'm just kind of curious. If your kid comes to you today and says, hey, I want to play football, what, what is your answer? What, tell me something. Was football good or bad for your kid? Now, being that it is uh, kind of the news business, what we do, just remember, you always hear about the bad stuff. You very rarely hear about the good stuff. I mean, we don't sit here and say, hey, today 88,000 planes took off and landed successfully. But if there's a crash, that, of course, is the news. It's just, unfortunately, it's it's the nature of a beast, uh, of the beast, any beast, I guess. Um, but was football a good thing for you? Was football a good thing for your kid? And have you, as a human being, experienced any kind of sports injury whatsoever? Have you experienced any kind of a sports injury whatsoever? And, you know, I made the point uh, yesterday about, uh, I forget the point exactly, but uh, we, we brought up in, uh, in passing um, boxing. And if you want to talk about some, uh, a sport where you know, people have literally died in the ring, I mean, they're back in the early 1980s and even very recently. Now, people die in the ring. I think the most recent guy died of a heart attack. But there have certainly been occasions in the boxing ring where people have been hit in the head and they have died. Um, don't know exactly how many, but they have died. 
Um, sports, by their by their very nature, uh, sports can be dangerous. Um, some more than others. In in our culture in the United States, the football knee injury is almost cliche because uh, a lot of people play football at the little league level or high school level, some at the college level, and obviously the higher up you go, the more intense the competition, the bigger the competition, and the greater risk um, of, of injury. Um, hockey is the same way. Hockey can be a very vicious sport. I mean, you get checked into the boards, you're not looking, you don't have your head up, and it's real easy uh, to get totally laid out. I've seen that happen many a times in the National Hockey League. Uh, seen it happen a couple of times at the uh, the the lower league levels you know, around here of uh, kids playing hockey. And it's always a you know it's always horrible when you see a kid uh, ending up getting knocked out on the ice or knocked out on the football field. And I wonder how many of you have experienced a situation where you got hurt on the field or shall we say the sins of your youth um, have have caught up with you? Uh, how many of you have needed surgery or hospitalization because you got hurt playing sports? I mean, it could be a non-contact adult hockey league, and you can still end up getting hurt. And last night, of course, uh, seeing the Miami quarterback thrown into the ground and hitting his head for the second time in as many games and a Sunday to Thursday turnaround was very, very, very disturbing. And uh, somehow I made it through five years of uh, house league hockey, and we checked, but uh, you know I'm still, as far as I can tell, more or less uh, complete, and I can't really say that anything that's wrong with my body had anything to do um, with uh, with hockey whatsoever. Uh, to me, hockey was uh, a great sport to play. It was a lot of fun to play, and we had um, a, a good time. And uh, it was uh, it was something that uh, I, I look back on fondly. And when I was playing, it was uh, you know keep in mind when I say yes, I played hockey. Today's eight year olds are better than we were at fourteen years old back in the nineteen seventies. Okay, it's a lot more sophisticated. A lot more sophisticated. Back in the 1970s, being a member of the Buffalo Junior Sabres, that was the goal. That was the dream. But very, very few people had the skills or the ability. There were some that did. But um, as far as far as football is, is concerned, obviously a lot of attention has been uh, placed on long-term head injuries. And you know, I, I often wonder, I mentioned boxing. Uh, those of you with kids in, involved in martial arts, uh, any, you know, there, there are people who would say if you're letting your kid take part in martial arts that you're not really doing your kid any favor uh, or the kids who are training for the uh, uh, for the mixed martial arts MMA. I mean, that's that's brutal. That's absolutely brutal. MMA stuff. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And on the other side of thing, I mean, if you don't want to live in a bubble or have your kids live in a bubble, um, there is the kids who don't do anything physical whatsoever, and then we complain about childhood obesity and the fact that most American people of draft age um, wouldn't even qualify for military service because they're so grossly and egregiously out of shape. So in, in your in your household, when you were growing up, did, did your parents give you any grief about playing sports? 
And as a parent, do you give your kids or have you given your kids any grief about playing any sport um, whatsoever? And think about it, even something as innocent as baseball. How many of you got beaned in the head by a baseball when you were growing up? I did. I missed a pop fly in the sun, hit me right in the head, which explains a lot. But it's very easy, especially a pitcher. I mean, you can get a, uh, you can get a ball hit right back at your head, just not have time to react whatsoever. Uh, we were playing pickup baseball, and one of our guys got hit in the head with a baseball bat. Oh, there was blood everywhere. It was nasty. It looked like the Zapruder film. It was that bad. Uh, fortunately, it was uh, the lip and the teeth, so it wasn't anything permanent. But, wow, it was pretty, pretty ugly to watch. It is... Uh, I mean, it wasn't even cool. It was just plain ugly. 803-0930, the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Anybody with a long-term sports injury from days of yore, from your yesteryear, and as far as uh, kids, your kids, and playing sports, have you put the kibosh on your kids playing sports, or is this something that you, uh, you encourage? I never really thought twice about my kids playing hockey. They had no interest at all in playing football and certainly none in playing rugby. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Talking about this song uh, Monday night at our Monday night uh, gathering of the French Onion Soup Society, and, <laughs> and uh, this song never ends. All right, so in light of what happened to uh, Tua Tungavailoa last night on the field after he'd been uh, pushed to the ground by Matt Milano Sunday, he gets sacked last night, taken out of the game. Uh, now they, they are saying it's a concussion. Um, did you get hurt playing sports, and do you let your kids play sports, or, or do you think it's too dangerous? 
803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Allison is in Williamsville, and you are on WBEN. Hello. Hi, yeah, I'm a, a pediatric orthopedic surgeon, so um, I treat a lot of uh, sports injuries, and I would say that football is really rough on the kids, for sure. Um, my kids are too little to play sports right now, but I'm hoping that they are not interested in football for that reason. So um, I'd like to ex- explore this a little bit with you. Um, as far as uh, football is concerned, what would be the most common injuries you have to treat as an orthopedic surgeon? Uh, for football, I mean, the most common injury is a forearm fracture that we just cast and don't have to treat with surgery. But I would, uh, I would say I treat probably three femur fractures a year from football. Um, so, you know, breaking the biggest bone in your body from, you know, a tackle. Um, I treat a bunch of clavicle fractures. ACLs are very common. Tibia fractures, ankle fractures, you name it. Um, but, you know, some, one of the big issues with the kids is the size mismatch. You got the little uh, prepubescent kids playing with the ones who, you know, developed early, and there's a big size mismatch. And, um, and you know, the kids don't have real good form, um, so they're very prone to injury. So just uh, something to keep in mind before you get your kids involved. No, this is very interesting. Allison, with the uh, anterior cruciate ligament uh, that you have to deal with, is that something that you personally do, or do you have to send that to somebody who only does that? Because one of the things that I've found is that hmm, every doctor has a specialty. There are doctors who only do retinas, doctors who only do cataracts, doctors who only drive Rinkins. <laughs> uh, do, you, yeah. do you do those yourself, or...? I, I do do them. Um, it's uh, one of the more common surgeries, probably. You know, as a pediatric orthopedic, that's like my orthopedic subspecialty. Um, there's, you know, orthopedic surgeons who only do shoulder, elbow, only do trauma, only do hand. For uh, pediatrics, is its own thing. But within pediatrics, there's all the subspecialties within pediatrics. And certain centers like, um, you know, Philadelphia, you know, whatever big city, they have subspecialists within pediatrics. But, you know, in the smaller cities, we don't. there's just not enough people to, you know, subspecialize like that. So I'm a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades in that regard. But, you know, I do scoliosis. I do hips and genital stuff, foot stuff. But, um, you know, in the fall, uh, we are, it's one of our busiest seasons, and that's mostly attributed to uh, football. Now, understanding that you're a surgeon, um, how about the the head injuries that would concern you for the long term? Do you deal with a lot of uh, concussion uh, situations? Yeah, I mean, I personally don't deal with the concussions, um, but I see that a lot. You know, a lot of these kids have multiple injuries, and concussions definitely, um, you know, you can fix bones, you can fix ligaments um, somewhat at least, although there is a lot of post-traumatic arthritis and whatnot down the road that you have to deal with. But head injuries, um, sometimes you can't fix that. So, in my opinion, the head injuries are the, the worst, you know, injuries that you can get. Uh, well, you're talking about football being a sport that you uh, hope your kids aren't interested in playing as they become older and uh, mature. Uh, how about something like hockey or, or even soccer? Yeah, so um, hockey and soccer are a little bit better in terms of head injuries. Um Hockey is, can be pretty rough. Uh, I fixed only a couple, like a femur fracture or two from hockey, but, you know, they're pretty brutal too. But it's a, I would say that it's less, um, I see less for sure in hockey compared to football. Um, motocross, 
I don't know, it's not that popular a sport, but motocross is just, I think uh, those, those families are a little bit nuts because those kids uh, are bound to have some sort of catastrophic injury at some point in their life. Um, I see really awful injuries with that. Oh, I can imagine. How about um, how about martial arts? Because we have a lot of people whose kids do martial arts who listen to this show. I've got uh, I know a young man who's uh, into mixed martial arts. Uh, he he loves it. He's obviously very tough and very rugged. I also happen to think he's a little bit crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, martial arts. I feel like is uh, I don't see a whole lot of bad injuries with martial arts. They're very focused on like correct form and that kind of thing. And they're and they they're just not like coming at each other with brute force. There's like a like a method to their madness. Um, you know, I don't see a lot of kid boxers or anything like that. You know, they, but um, in terms of like the martial arts kids, like I would let my kids do martial arts. Very interesting. Um, just just out of uh, just out of curiosity, um, did you play any sports when you were uh, before you started medical school and entered the wonderful world of six figure student debt? Um, I, I played volleyball year round and I did, I played softball for years and track and I did crew in college. Um, and I, you know what, I don't know. I'm like thick boned or something. I, I never had any sports injuries whatsoever. Wow. No, that, that is, uh, exceedingly, uh, interesting. And I just want to get back to the femur fracture, the big bone in your leg, the thigh bone, uh, if you will. Um, I, I just was talking to, uh, uh an individual we're going to hear from, I think in a few minutes who knows somebody with a broken femur and this kid ended up spending four, three or four months in a wheelchair. And then another few months after that on crutches, yeah, wow, that's uh, that's pretty extreme. I would say most femur fractures, if they're, it, it makes a big difference between whether it's, you know, intra-articular, so it involves a joint, or if it's like a shaft fracture. Um, because if you have a, a fracture that involves a joint, um, it takes longer to heal, first of all. It's a much bigger deal in terms of long-term arthritis. Um, shaft fractures heal great. Uh, most kids have fully healed shaft fracture in like three months. Um, and so typically you keep them off them for the, uh, off in terms of weight bearing for the first four to six weeks, but progress weight bearing from there. Now it depends on, I mean, if it was really comminuted, like really shattered, um, or, you know, there's some other extenuating circumstances that may, that may have been the case, but that would be somewhat unusual. Um, very, very interesting stuff. Uh, Dr. Allison, uh, thank you uh, very much uh, for calling. I think you're one of the few doctors in Western New York I haven't seen. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much. Um, Allison in Williamsville uh, calling in. Uh, we're th- talking about what happened to the Miami Dolphins quarterback last night. And when you look back at uh, your own life, did you get hurt playing football or playing any sport whatsoever? Badly enough where you had to go to the hospital? Badly enough where you had to see a doctor? And are there any sports that you have ruled out for your kid? Have you said no to your kid playing football? Actually, in in junior high school, I uh, was swimming with a friend of mine, and I said, you know, I'd really like to try out for the football team. And he said, Tom, you don't want to try out for the football team because I guarantee – you're going to end up getting hurt because there are going to be guys who are a lot bigger than you are, and their only goal in life is going to be to break your leg. Don't do it. 
So he talked me out of it because a broken leg isn't something I really wanted to experience. Of course, you know, the, the there are things that we let our kids do that are we don't even think about um, in terms of being like a sports injury. Driving a motor vehicle is very dangerous. And the insurance statistics, the actuaries um, know that the younger the driver, the more a risk is the driver. Same thing with the really, really old people. Um, you know, if you're in the, it's like a bell curve, basically. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And there are some people who literally get uh, priced out of being a driver of a licensed motor vehicle by the insurance. The insurance company basically says, what is it, after 85 or after 90, we're going to jack your premium up so high because we know you're going to be a risk. You might think you're still as nubile as you were at 40, but we know differently. Um, Josh, you've got your family and friends have had a lot of experience with sports injuries. Yeah, if I had a nickel for every time I uh, knew someone that broke a femur, I'd, I'd only have two nickels, but it's weird that it happened twice. Um, I had a friend in high school he, uh, we were playing soccer at a practice in the early season. Uh, goalie came out to clear a ball. He went for the ball, and goalie missed the ball, kicked his leg, and broke his femur. Um, I think he was in a wheelchair for like maybe two or three months. Oh. Um, missed the whole season, obviously, and came back next year and was perfectly fine. Um, then the more severe one was my little cousin uh, four years ago now. I don't remember how old he was, but he had a spiral fracture. Um, actually, his mom was texting me the information here. So he had a fluke tackle. He was playing safety, a spiral femur fracture in three places. Yeah. Then two years after that, he was playing, he was doing wrestling for, uh, you know, to help with muscle strengthening and things like that. So and in total, it was a nine month full recovery. Um, he had rods and pins in his leg, uh, shaft fracture, four months in a wheelchair, and then five months for the rest of the recovery. Good but work. now he is he just started playing football again a year ago. And now as a freshman he is a starter on or I don't know about a starter, but he plays on varsity and he's got some pretty good statistics in the first few games in the season. So it's crazy that with the uh, injuries that him and his brothers have sustained playing sports that his mother was okay with him going back to football, but He's doing pretty well for himself, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's tough. I mean, it, no parent wants to be the bad guy or oh, the bad no. lady and, and say, she, no, it, I'm not going to let you do this. And full credit to my cousin. She was like, if you want to, you can. But if you don't want to, it's completely okay. And he wanted to. So there's nothing like she wasn't trying to be the bad guy or whatever. you know. So I don't want to make it sound like that either. But, yeah, no, he's he loves the sport and he's been – He's been loving it ever since. Somehow, you know, there's certainly I some, would have been I would have been scared. <laughs> uh, certainly, some dedication there. Worst hockey injury I ever had was uh, getting tape off of my skate. I sliced my finger down to the bone, <laughs> but it was a nice, clean incision. Uh, no problem at all. It healed great. But uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if you get a, an incision that is deep enough and sharp enough, you don't even feel it. And after I got the tape off my skate, I put my glove back on. I'm skating around them. How come my glove is all wet? And what's this stuff dripping? Oh. Oh, oh, that was rather nasty, but it healed just fine. Thank you. It didn't hurt a bit. There was one time I was playing a game a couple months ago, and uh, these two brothers were on my team when we were shooting around for warm-ups. Well, let's keep race and, out of this. <laughs> and they, uh, they, they hit the, bro the one brother hit the other brother in the eye with the puck because he wasn't wearing a visor, hit him <sighs> right above the eye, 
And he had to, it, it, he, he cut his eyebrow open, had to leave 15 minutes before the game started and had to go get stitches. And he tried to make it back in time before the game was over, but no dice. Well, you know, I'll tell you what amazes me is I've been watching a lot of badminton lately. And badminton is the world's fastest racket sport. Those birds travel at amazing rates of speed. I cannot believe that there are, I haven't heard of more eye injuries as a result of uh, badminton. It's a very popular sport among people who come from uh, um, uh, Asia and particularly India. Indian subcontinent, Asia, Pakistan, places like that. Uh, but there are a few Caucasians uh, who play it as well. And I love I love watching the game. I know a lot of great people who play badminton. But, man, I, when I see people without eye protection, I cringe because uh, you know, eyesight is one of those things that you take for granted until you don't have it. And then uh, you, you wish maybe you'd taken better care of it. If I, when, I, when I start playing, I'm going to wear goofy-looking goggles. I know that much. Hey, uh, for all of those who are growing your own weed, I uh, hope your plants made it through the night okay. A lot of panic in Weedville uh, about whether the buds were going to survive. Um, I don't know if yours did. I, I hope they did because you spent a lot of time and put a lot of effort into cultivating the crop, and I certainly would hate to see uh, a lot of good buds destroyed. I can't partake in it myself, but for those who do, that could have been a mini tragedy. Uh, it is uh, 3.52 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Now, the uh, Miami Herald uh, has um, uh, published a, uh, an op-ed piece uh, this afternoon, Unfair to Dolphins for Armchair Experts Who Have Never Examined Tua to Malign Team Doctors, an opinion piece by Craig Cote in the Miami Herald. Imagine how we would all be seeing the positive and defiantly doubling down on our optimism about the Dolphins and the season had the game been simply a 27-15 road loss to a Bengals team that had made the Super Bowl last season. The Dolphins are at 3-1 and one at roughly the NFL season's quarter mark against the toughest four-game gauntlet in the NFL schedule, but everything changed Thursday night as quarterback Tua Tungavailoa lay motionless on the football field and in the ugly aftermath as speculation and innuendo went malignant and metastasized across Twitter and social media or foreboding shadow has been cast across the Dolphins for the way they handled or failed to handle allowing Tua to play at all in the game. Everybody is speaking with the luxury of hindsight. Self-appointed amateur neurosurgeons are declaring diagnoses from their living rooms. Representative actual tweet, quote, my dad, a neurosurgeon, said that Tua most likely had a cervical spine injury, season over, career potentially. End of quote. That from Dr. Dad watching on TV. The national diagnosis and verdict seems to be that the Dolphins are letting, are, are guilty of letting Tua play when he should not have because he'd briefly left Sunday's game with an apparent concussion that turned out to be, said Tua and the team, a back injury. He was examined but not found to be concussed and was questionable for Thursday's game because of back and also a mild ankle sprain. Yet many in the medical profession, none of whom has met or examined Tua or seen any of his medical charts, seem comfortable second-guessing and virtually indicting the Dolphins for wrongdoing. One of them, who has a Ph.D. in behavioral neuroscience, was invited on uh, the Dan Libertard show uh, on Friday morning, he said, this is such a medical disaster that if I'm Tua and I recover from this, which is not guaranteed, I might say I don't want to play for this team anymore because of what they did. He should have been rested so his brain could recover. No doctor should have believed him when he said his back hurt. 
Well, that's a flagrant opinion not based on any examination or inside knowledge. It's reckless. The guy who said it is not a medical doctor. Also tweeted, the Dolphins coaches and doctors should go to jail if they knowingly covered up a Sunday concussion and face a murder charge if Tua died from his injuries. Just wow. Uh, the same doctor whom I might diagnose from afar as suffering from acute hyperbole said, if he's back on the field within a month, we need to give up on the NFL completely. Uh, I do not blame media outlets for giving an aggressively available attention-seeking doctor a platform, but a modicum of, of skepticism might be fair. As in, doctor, how can you refer to a medical disaster when you've not examined Tua and cannot exactly know what may or may not ail him? Uh, Tua lay on the field almost 10 minutes Thursday night before being carefully strapped onto a stretcher and taken to a local hospital. It was frightening enough to make an agnostic pray, please, not paralysis. It seemed unlikely then, but Tua would be examined and discharged in time to fly home with the team. He is said to have a concussion. Uh, but the sports columnist uh, for the Miami Herald, uh, Cote, uh, Greg Cote uh, out with a piece uh, defending the Miami Dolphins uh, when a lot of places in social media, uh, the Dolphins are under a great deal of, uh, uh, of scrutiny. And uh, I, you know, personally, you know, again, uh, I'm certainly not a doctor, but uh, I, uh, I, I just have a hard time. Uh, just I have a hard time believing that uh, the Matt Milano play was only a back injury, the way he was stumbling around when he got up. I'm sorry, but I know a thing or two um, about having a back injury, and I don't think I've ever wobbled or stumbled around like that, not even in the uh, immediate post-accident phase, which uh, did a number on some vertebrae. But again, I'm not a doctor, but uh, that didn't look like a back injury to me. I'm just saying. I Depends on how you define back, maybe. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it is uh, 3.57 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, we'll be back with you and uh, more of your calls coming up. If uh, you Have you suffered any kind of a sports injury? Your kids, have they had a sports injury? Do you let your kids play sports, or do you try to talk them out of it because you're scared they might be hurt, that they might get a concussion? I mean, we've actually had people dying, young people die on the fields here in western New York. There was a player a few decades ago in western New York during a lacrosse game, and uh, it hit him right in the chest and uh, went into cardiac arrest, and that was before the uh, cardiac defibrillators were a big deal. And unfortunately, uh, the player died on the field. Just a terrible situation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.